Gray, a John Maxwell Certified Leadership Coach. Welcome to Life, Love, and Leadership, where we discuss everything pertaining to life, love, and leadership. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to Life, Love, and Leadership. I'm Tom Ray, and I'm excited. I have some exciting news today, actually, uh, and I'll spring that on you in just a moment. But before I do, I want to introduce you to Ken Shelton. Hey, Ken. Hey, Tom. It's good to be with you today. Awesome. It is good to be with you today, too. And do you, do you think we should let the cat out of the bag right now or, or wait? For it. I think we're not going to keep it in much longer. Okay. Well, here it is. Drum roll, please. Uh, <laughs> Ken Shelton is now um, our co-host on hey. Life, Love, and Leadership. Yeah. That's right. I'll be the guy that's over in the corner uh, making jokes or something. No, I'll, I'll be here with you all the way. Uh, Tom and I go way back, and this is an easy fit for both of us because we've known each other for many, many years, and we've worked together for a lot of years. And so uh, this is a real honor, and I thank you for uh, letting me be part of this podcast. Well, you're welcome. And, and uh, again, uh, this is great news. And by the way, uh, we did, I did a special feature on uh, Ken Shelton uh, on one of our previous podcasts to, to look for that. It was uh, a podcast titled Legacy. It was promoting his brand new CD uh, or album or digital download, whatever you want to call it, uh, called Legacy uh, Songs for the Family. And so you want to check that out. It's fantastic. And uh, and as we move along, we'll just share dates that he's going to be performing and, and, uh, and sharing his music. And uh, so check that out as we move along throughout the podcast. We'd like to kick off every show with an attitude of gratitude. And so today I'm thankful for and I share this a lot, everybody, but I got to tell you, I'm thankful for my wife. Um, I just I, I am just so blessed by her and what she means to me. And uh, I'm even losing it right now, but I'm thankful for her and the blessing she is in my life. And um, I know that God blessed me with her and um I, there's just so many ways i could tell you how i'm blessed by her but um i'm thankful to god for her and i'll just leave it at that because i'll keep repeating myself so <laughs> ken are you thankful for anything today oh yeah i'm you know i'm really thankful for autumn and uh the reason i say that right now in this spot uh, the passage of time between october and november i really love that time um I'm a romantic by nature, and I'm an idealist, and as a songwriter and a poet, I, um, I thrive in the fall, and so um, I fell in love with my wife in the fall, and we've been married 48 years, a long wow. time, so it must have, must have worked. <laughs> Our firstborn daughter uh, came to us in September. Our mm -hmm. secondborn daughter came November 11th. My wife's birthday is November 21st. And so uh, autumn just has a special meaning for me in a lot of ways. My sister's birthday is in September. So, you know, fall was always fun. I was principal of a school for about five years, and uh, I enjoyed that. And I loved 
getting into the swing of things, you know, and buying all the equipment and going and, you know, walking into the classroom, the smell of pencils and paper and all that stuff and rowdy kids. And, you know, so fall is just a great time and I'm really grateful for it. And I'm grateful for the memories that it holds. Hmm. I, I love it too. I love the, the smell in the air. And uh, of course, the different colors. And, and I have a bucket list, by the way, uh, to uh, go to uh, the Sleeping Bear Dunes here in Michigan and, and climb up the Sleeping Bear Dune and look out over the horizon and see all the multicolored oh, yeah. of the leaves. Have you been there before? I've been to Sleeping Bear Dunes, just not in that season. Yeah, boy, that would be fun. Yeah, we attempted it before, but the time that we went, the leaves hadn't changed yet. Uh, and, and so we were very disappointed. So it, it got to time it just right. I'm, I'm actually looking for webcams in that area to, just so I can see if the leaves are changing, if we can reschedule our date uh, to do our uh, annual fall drive. But uh, we always like to do that, my wife and I. And, and since we're on this subject, uh, let, let's talk about the fall. Um, I, I think it's it's just a, a very beautiful time of the year, and you just happen to be thankful for um, this time of the year. And uh, I like the way it looks. I don't like the leaves in the gutters and and you know needing to to rake all the leaves up and clean up and and so forth. But I certainly love the landscape and uh, you know how things look. Uh, but let, let's talk about this a little bit. Uh, you know about the fall time and family. Sure. I don't know if you saw the uh, all the advertisement about the big sky bridge over in uh, Boyne Highlands. I did uh, hear about it. Outside of Gaylord. And uh, boy, it looks fantastic. It's a walking bridge and it's got a glass floor halfway across. So you're walking across the valley. And I guess it's quite something to behold. It's, uh, you know, it's 25 bucks ahead, which isn't so much if you're going by yourself. But you know, if you're taking a family of six, you know, you might want to reconsider, but still, you know, it's uh, and if you also if your stomach flips up and down when you see that glass floor, that's something also to consider. But I saw pictures uh, from that bridge uh, looking out at the leaves, as you were mentioning a second ago. It was fantastic. Yeah, there's a, a similar sky bridge in uh, Gatlinburg, Tennessee, that my wife and I had the uh, privilege to to do, uh, I think it was last year or the year before. Oh. And uh, they have a similar deal about halfway through. It's a glass bottom and and, uh, you know, but it's way up in the mountain, you know, and uh, it's pretty scary to walk across. I but it's, it's pretty nice as well. Um, but to be able to do that during this season where you're able to see the leaves and all of that and just see this landscape of, of color bursting forth it's it's uh, it's got to be breathtaking well my two favorite seasons are fall and spring i like spring too i planted a uh, sugar maple tree in my front yard uh, nearly 30 years ago it was just a sapling and of course now it's probably 30 35 feet tall and uh, it's just gorgeous right now it's beautiful i mean the leaves are just brilliant gold and uh, i've already cleaned the yard twice and right now it's falling again so i'll have to do it again i usually have to to uh, rake or uh, get the leaves up uh, three to four times 
to have a mower system baggers and all that, you know, fancy schmancy stuff. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, but I enjoy it. I love it. I'll work all day in the yard and hurt the next day and enjoy it. <laughs> nice. Nice. Uh, I I'm uh, having my son come over with the leaf blower and just blow all the leaves into the park behind us. <laughs> oh, that's a good move. Hey, I got a new leaf blower. I've, I've had one of those handhelds for a long time and it, it was fine, but I bought, well, my old leaf blower kind of bit the dust. So I went out and I bought a, a one of the backpacks. I wanted to look like the professional lawn guys, you know, yeah. so I put it on and man, that thing was powerful. It blew leaves out of places. I didn't know leaves had gathered. I mean, it just did the trick. And I was out just having so much fun being a guy, <laughs> fixing my yard, doing my thing, working in my garage, you know, guys. And then uh, I came in and uh, the next morning I got up and couldn't move. So there, <laughs> my, my waist was so sore from carrying that thing around. I was like, oh, I'm an idiot. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and that folks is a true story true story you heard it here folks you heard it here first <clears throat> um so have you also here, i will yeah. add it also is why i'm sitting down for this this podcast <laughs> <laughs> nice <clears throat> so have you and your family been able to get out to the cider mills or anything like that Yes, we did. Probably a month ago, we met um, several members of our family. Uh, our grandkids range from one year old to 21 years old. So uh, the three youngest are in Tennessee, so they weren't with us. But most of the others were with us out at uh, Partialville, uh, not too far from us. There are two cider mills right down the road. One is Spicer's and the other is Partialville. We generally go to Spicer's, but you know, when you're coming up over the hill and you see a sea of cars on both sides of the road before you even get to the cider mill, that's a high sign you turn around and you go to Partialville because Partialville is more homey anyway. And so we went to Partialville and just enjoyed our time and uh, what had a good time watching the, the young grandkids get chased by honeybees. You know, all that stuff is fun. It's just a good memory. Great, great. And, and it's an artificial, it's a dam there. There's a, a river that goes down through that area of Partialville. And uh, it's an old grist mill. And, and it's been dammed up so that the water rushes down. And it's, it's clearly a man-made flow. You know, it's not a waterfall, but there's something mystical about it. And I observed all of my grandkids sitting on stones, staring at the waterfall. And uh, I've, I've seen them do the same thing for with bonfires, you know, and it's like the pose of the thinker and say the meditative existential pose of my grandchildren at the waterfall. But it was really good. We enjoyed ourselves. It's great. Did you get any pictures? No, oh, we got a bunch of pictures. Yeah. And more importantly, we uh, did get donuts. That's uh, right up there <laughs> at the top. Uh, well, all right. Little quiz here. Do you like the cinnamon sugar donuts? or the powdered sugar donuts or the plain donuts? Well, I like the cinnamon. <clears throat> and uh, I would like to hear from everyone in our listening audience, what flavor do you like? Uh, but but Ken, what, what flavor do you like? I'm a plain guy. Plain I guy. I like the plain ones. Well, you know, I like to watch. I'll stand back until they bring a fresh batch of the plain ones right out of the oven so that they're just fresh 
Mm. And they'll set them there and they'll say, can I have that bag? And then while they're still hot, I'll just go get a little table, get a cider, a jug and, you know, have a little cider. I was raised on an apple orchard. So, you know, that brings back a lot of memories. So, yeah, wonderful. I had a cousin uh, that made donuts and she always made those plain donuts. So I don't need anything on my donuts to have a good donut experience. Yeah. Um, I, I, I like the cinnamon cause it helps the, the donut go down. <laughs> <laughs> <That's>, yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, listeners, we'd like to hear from you. If, if, uh, you know, you like cinnamon and sugar and, or powdered sugar or plain, uh, let us know. Uh, in the comment section below, or you can email me at tom at realleadershipcompany.com. So, uh, donuts. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So what else is there about fall that makes it so special? Well, I think it's just the idea of letting go, you know, the, the leaves are, are falling from the trees we realize all the fun we had at summer and the beach and the, you know, bathing suits and the fun and going to the pool and hanging out. And, and now that's come to an end and there's football and, you know, guys are letting go of the ball, literally if they're Lions fans and uh, <laughs> Lions players, you know, just that whole idea of letting go and embracing the thing that's coming. It's, it's more evident in the fall than it is at any other time of the year. Yeah, and, and that that is could could be even a metaphor for um, us in in leadership that that we experience different seasons and different phases within our business and or ministry, and um, and we go through seasons of uh, lulls and seasons of high points. Um, can you speak into that at all? Yeah, well, I think everything is a cycle. Everything go, moves in cycles, you know, it's a, whether it's a business, whether it's a, the life of a family, let, you know, break it down to a family. You have that time early on when uh, love is young and fresh and the children come along and then they're in school. It's just a seasonal thing. It moves on. And then later on, you're in the middle years and then in the autumn years, you know, that's probably the best metaphor but um, when it comes to business, probably so. I think it's a lot to do with perspective and how the principal person looks at their responsibilities and their purpose within a community. Um, you know, do, do we feel like we are at a point in our lives as a business person where we are introducing a concept and offering something new and saying, look, we've got something that can really help you? Or are we at that season where we've sort of settled down and we're trying to continue what we've done? Or are we the elder statesmen, so to speak, where we uh, stand back and we are mentoring others in that work? I, I think we, we see that happening in, in, um, in, in our culture. And especially with I mean, when, when we were hit with COVID, you know, uh, that was certainly a season that we went through that we weren't expecting. Consider it like a, a super whiteout winter storm kind of thing. <laughs> they, they blew in and, and everyone had to pivot and and many people even lost uh, their businesses and, right. and, and, uh, and things during that time. And, and uh, 
made it very difficult, uh, even for relationships where people had to communicate, communicate, uh, through this means, uh, and, or through the glass of the house where folks would come over to somebody's house and, and, and just communicate yelling through the window back and forth because they couldn't be close to one another. Um, but I think that, you know, when the fall reminds us, it, it's a blatant reminder of change. Mm-hmm. And and that the old has to go and and prepare for the new, right? And uh, and sometimes and fall teaches us that we have to let go, um, so that we can prepare for the new. That's right. And we, we have, have no choice. We can't say I want this tree to be perfect all the time. It's it's got to change. And what were you going to say about that? It's going to happen whether we want it to or not. You know, the season uh, is is going to come on us and things are going to change whether we want them to or not. And so a wise person looks ahead and prepares for that. I noticed something in our community that's a little bit different. I live in Brighton, Michigan. It's a nice bedroom community between uh, Detroit and Lansing and Flint and Ann Arbor, uh, right where US 23 and Interstate 96 intersect. And uh, we have a whole bunch of restaurants in the downtown area. Uh, not the business district. The business district is different. This is the downtown business district, which is a whole different animal. And so you have a lot of uh, entrepreneurial kind of uh, business situations, mom and pop uh, shops, but you also have a lot of restaurants. And one of them was... uh, uh, is Stout, which is an Irish-themed uh, bar, restaurant, pub. And uh, the original owner had two restaurants in Brighton, Lou and Carl's and Stout. Well, um, Stout, during the pandemic, had to monitor themselves just like everybody else did. And then they came out of the pandemic, and they, they still have you know a good group of people that come into Stout, but what they chose to do at this point at the tail end of the re-entry is they've completely rebranded their restaurant. Hmm. And so they felt like, well, we've got to re-enter anyway, and we don't want people to say, well, it's the same thing that's been there for 25, 30 years. We're just going to rebrand what we have. Now, The brand has not yet unfolded, so we don't know what it is. It's a big secret, so that's part of the drama. They're making that seasonal change with an intentional aspect to it. Right, right. Right, and and so I I think that uh, any of us going through um, a change, even personally, you know, it's hard for us to let go because we want to hold on to what once was. And, and we, in order for us to grow, we have to let go and and, um, let go of some old thinking, you know, in the uh, John Maxwell world, it's, it's um, unlearn and relearn, unlearn and relearn and, and repeat. And, and as we move on through life, we, we discover things aren't quite like we thought they were. And so we have to unlearn a thinking and relearn about that so that we can begin to see things from a different perspective. Because sometimes we're just hard-nosed about a specific thing, and then we find out there's there's more to it, especially when we take a step back. And, and uh, that's never more evident than in the, the church world, for mm-hmm. instance. You know, I've had for 35 years, and, uh, you know, you people can be pretty dogmatic about their positions on things, and 
uh, that there's a definite right and wrong. And while there is about some things, there isn't about everything. And some folks like to live in a world where they believe that everything has a clear right and wrong definition and to exclude the gray areas and the shades of gray. But uh, yeah, you're right. You're right on that point. Well, this has been an interesting conversation. And of course, uh, a very wonderful moment of bringing you on as uh, co-host of the Life, Love and Leadership podcast. Um, I think our viewers and listeners will get a lot of benefit from having you uh, be on board on this train. And, uh, and uh, so do you have anything to share as we wrap up this podcast today? Well, when you interviewed me uh, a week or so ago, uh, we mentioned the fact that we've worked together for a long time, and I'd like to just touch on that again. Mm -hmm. uh, Tom and I have known each other for many, many years, probably 35 years. Uh, you know, Tom's only 12 years old, so I mean, <laughs> can't be that. Uh, we've known each other a really long time, and we've had the privilege of working together both in uh, ministry and in music, and it's been a joy. And so this seems like a natural fit, and I'm delighted to be part of it. Awesome. And I'm delighted to have you a part of it as well. So you need to get ready and get prepared for some great things that are about to happen. Um, we're going to be doing some more interviews and, uh, and then challenging you with um, different aspects of leadership and and thoughts about life and family and love and and all of those things so uh, stay tuned uh, there's going to be a lot more coming in the future so with that um, that does it for this edition of life love and leadership and thank you for joining us today